0: Hey there, Joy Dooling here, host of the Joy of Membership podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. Are your members quick to join, ready to engage, and eager to renew? If not, let's see what's going on and how to fix that. The best place to start is with the member experience scorecard. With this one simple tool, you'll be able to see exactly where you have gaps that we should fill and strengths that you can build on. The download is free and you'll have insights in less than 10 minutes. You can download your copy right now at joyofmembership.com scorecard. Okay, if you're driving, maybe not right now, but when you get back to your desk... With no further ado, let's hop into the show. This week's guest will always hold a very special place in my heart, not only because she's just a true gem of a human being, but also because her organization, the Foot and Nail Institute, was the very first organization to go live on the Journey Care platform. As a nurse, Heather has always had an affection for helping others. She combined her passion for nursing to help the aging population with her first company, Everyday Divinity, by delivering Delivering routine foot care services to seniors. Now she is building a community of nurses who help seniors in the same way by starting and growing their own foot care businesses. Using Journey Care, Heather has been able to automate many of the processes that she needs to successfully run her membership and warmly engage those she aims to attract. Let's jump in to this week's conversation with Heather Wilson. Hey, Heather, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you could be here with me today. Thank you for having me. So why don't we start with you sharing who you are and who you help?
1: I am Heather Wilson and I help two segments of society. Actually, I help nurses and I also help seniors. I run two nursing companies, the first being Everyday Divinity, which provides foot care services to the senior demographic and Off of that, I've launched a second business, the Foot and Nail Institute, which helps nurses launch their own foot and nail business to help seniors in their community.
0: And part of the Foot and Nail Institute involves um, running a membership for nurses who want to develop their own foot care business, correct? Correct. What I was finding
1: was there's a growing segment of nurse entrepreneurs currently, and the fear of nurses is they don't know how to run their own business. It's just not what we're taught in nursing school. We don't really take a lot of business courses. So there was a lot of apprehension from the nursing community as far as starting a business independently on their own. I was finding more nurses wanted to come work for me, Versus launch their own business, which was going to be a lot more fruitful for them. And so I thought, what if I created something to walk them down the path of entrepreneurship, just to be there every step of the way with them to alleviate a lot of their apprehensions and their uh, nerves and stuff.
0: That sounds awesome. So there aren't that many nurses that I know of that are niched down into foot care. Can you tell us why that niche? I worked
1: in a large hospital here in Ohio for about 15 years, and I was the charge nurse of a vascular thoracic open heart uh, surgical unit. And what I was realizing was we were getting a lot of patients that were coming in with lower extremity wound infections after visiting salons. And through conversation and doing my own deep dive of why this was happening as nurses, we like to figure out things and solve problems. I was realizing that what was happening was insurance was not paying for a lot of podiatry routine foot care services any longer. It was a low reimbursement rate. So in our area, we were finding that a lot of our podiatrists were not providing the service any longer, leaving seniors with really nowhere to go to care for their own feet. So they were seeking Basically, salons. And as a senior, that's not the ideal location to go and have your feet taken care of because of the risk of the diabetes, the blood thinners, just the skin is different when you get older and stuff. And so I just built a company around that to fill a gap that I saw in the healthcare system. And a lot of these patients were just coming in and had no other resources. And through discovering, talking with podiatrists and stuff, they didn't want to do the service. And I thought, well, could nurses do it? And they were like, I don't see why not. So it fills that middle ground because a lot of times what I also have found is that a lot of the salons didn't want to provide the service for these seniors because it's not their ideal client because they do have thicker nails and there's a lot of changes that happen as you get older and stuff. And so it really just started organically as just a problem solver and it's grown from there over the years. And we need more foot care nurses in the community, definitely providing the service.
0: So as you've been out there talking with nurses about this business model and inviting them in to be part of your membership, what sort of response are you getting from them?
1: I think the response so far has been really received well. It's kind of like you create a friendship and most nurses by nature, we create friendships within our culture pretty quickly, just as nurses, that's just how we are. And My husband laughs, as soon as you meet another nurse, you're instantly friends with them. That's just the culture that we've created and the sisterhood. I think with the pandemic and with things that have gone on, there's been a division within the culture of nursing, just because we are just an exhausted industry at this point. And so I wanted to bring back that sense of community and that sense of sisterhood within the industry itself. So it's nice because you have always somebody there to bounce ideas off of, and you also have somebody to share in your wins. Whenever you do something great, whereas when I was starting my own foot care business, that was just me on an island. There was nobody to bounce things off of or say, did you do it this way? What would you you recommend? And that's what I like about the membership is within the membership. I can have nurses email me or message me questions that they have as they're going down their process. And I can shoot a video and put that out there as an answer to, here's a question I got. This might be something you think of while you're on your path as well. And so it answers those questions that everybody has at the same time, guides them down the path.
0: Well, I think one of the things that I love the most about your model is that you are so clear about the transformation that you're trying to create with your members. You really want to get them across the finish line of having a successful foot care business. And so you've been very thoughtful about the things that you've built into that with having a a business course, having foot care course, having this community where people can gather and talk about the challenges and such that they face trying to get their business up and running or actually serve clients. And so I love how clear you are about that. Is there anything that as you've been developing this, that has felt harder or easier than you expected? No, I think that during the creation of it, you don't know what you don't
1: know. And that's true at any level of this. And so what is nice about it from my perspective is I have been very transparent with the nurses and I've said, I'm starting this from the ground up. And I said, I can teach you all day long about the foot care nursing industry, how to market to assisted living, senior centers. I can tell you why something will work over here, but not over there. I can talk all day long about that, but I'm also standing on my own mountain of vulnerability, launching a second business, which is the Foot and Nail Institute. And I said, just be patient with me as I figure out how this all ties into the workings of launching. That's just the learning curve and the process of it. I really have been very honored by having your platform to utilize that through because that funneling of the different channels that we bring onto the membership has really been instrumental in the integrations of how we roll things out. So it's been pretty well received, I think, by the nurses. I think that they're just learning how to put themselves out there. And I think that's the hardest thing for them is just to put themselves out there. And you just eventually have to get to a point where you're just like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. You're either going to like it or love it. And you just have to roll with it. And 98% of the time, the patients love it and they love the service. So my retention rate has been fantastic through the years. And that's what I tell them. Like, It's just getting over those hurdles of this is what we're going to do. And nurses aren't used to that. And I try to tell them, I'm like, you already are on stage every day in the hospital working. You're the one that's talking to the patient, the doctor, you're already selling your services daily. And you don't even realize it. And just flipping that around on them. And then they're like, Oh, you're right. I'm like, you've been doing it for years. You're just doing it in a different way now. And just helping them on that way. It is really what's been instrumental. And that's the aha moments that I love that I get from them.
0: Well, you talk about standing on a mountain of vulnerability, but there's something powerfully engaging about co-creating with your members and not having it all together, 100% completed. This is what it is, but actually being able to include them in the process of building the community in whatever you know way or shape is most supportive to them and provides the most help to them.
1: Absolutely. We're only as successful as each of us is. It's a collaboration together. And I wanted that community and I wanted us to have all of that joy in sharing in the success of one another. And I think that's something that's lacking right now in the nursing industry. And it's adding to the burnout rate. We used to have that sense of community in our hospitals. And it's become a very corporate structure now where it's just ran as a business. And I think that's what's gone to the wayside is the collaboration of one another. And we really need to put that back into our healthcare system.
0: Well, as you think about other organizations that are perhaps trying to st- start something up within their industry, or maybe there's somebody who's trying to start something within the healthcare industry, what tips or advice would you have for them?
1: Yeah, I think that if you see a need, then the need is there, I think. And that was the thing. And when I started, I saw the need and it just kept presenting itself in different ways. And Whether it was a patient asking somebody to trim my toenails, or I was getting my nails done, and I would see the elderly people coming into these salons to get their feet done, and they didn't want all the fluff done. Or whether it was the assisted living now saying, well, we can't find anybody to show up to do the service. And that's what I have found along the way is it's just, you see the needs and you keep thinking, should I? And I think at that point, if the seed has been planted by the powers that be whatever God you pray to or anything, I think that's the the calling. And I think that's what you have to know who you are and know where you are in your path of your life and where you're supposed to be headed. And I think that once you start to really hone in and listen to that, you start to find that the solutions and the answers will start to come to play into the place of where you're going to go with that direction and stuff. And everything that I've done in the last 10 years has really just been happenstance and just it's just been guided before me. And I've kind of just, I think, should I do this? Should I go this way? And the answers are there if you're open to them. And so I tell people, if you have an idea or a thought about something to improve upon a service, or a product, please definitely entertain it and go for it. Because there's just no way I would have gotten to this point had I not listened to that inner gut 11 years ago saying there's a need here and you could fulfill it. And back then I thought I'm just one person and now look how it's growing. So you just never know what's going to take you.
0: Well, you definitely tapped into something because you kept telling me, Joy, I have all of these nurses. They want this thing. So the entire time we were building out your programs on journey care, you kept telling me the need is there. Like as soon as I have this done, there are people who are going to want to join. And that's exactly what happened. You were literally launched and And you had people seeking it out. It was very cool to
1: see. I think that, what I have found during the pandemic, what was really interesting that I had not planned, because I do services in senior centers, assisted livings. What happened during the pandemic was a lot of assisted livings weren't allowing people to come into the facility, which I now am having facilities reach out to me to discuss training of their nurses within those facilities. A lot of assisted livings have their salon area with their nail technicians. And that is fine. And I also have a nail tech license just because I did that for my own research. But, you know, a lot of these patients have cases in nails that are trickier than what they should be dealing with. So that's why they do have the podiatrist that comes in and provides the foot care service during the pandemic. Nobody could really come in and provide those services. And I think that what assisted livings are now seeing is why don't we train a nurse that's on staff here to do the service. And so I think that's something that just has evolved through the process of building all of this and stuff. It's just something that nobody even really considered prior to the pandemic because nurses can do the service and provide the service. And so I think that's just another door that it opened along the way. And so I really have loved the process of building the platform through Journey Care, and it's just been really an honor to work with you. And I appreciate all of your help and support during all of this.
0: Oh, thank you. I so appreciate that you shared that. <laughs> Where can people go to learn more about your work? They, they can go to my website, uh, com. Awesome. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes so people have a nice, easy link to get there. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your startup story. I'm going to be watching with great interest to see how things grow and change over the coming year because you are destined for great things, my friend. Thank you so much. Joy here, back with just a few additional thoughts about this week's episode. As I said in the introduction, Heather was among the first people to give my new JourneyCare software platform a chance. I had every confidence that it was going to be able to do everything that she needed it to do. But seeing her cross the finish line and launch her site was an incredibly memorable moment. Until I met Heather, I really didn't understand how difficult it is for the elderly to get safe care for their nails and feet. That's what's so amazing about membership organizations. You as leaders see a need and you figure out an inspiring way to help. One of the things I particularly like about FNI's approach is that they're very clear about creating a transformational experience for the senior citizens who need foot care and also for their members who are nurses. It's like a big double dose of making a difference in the world. Have you stopped lately to celebrate the difference that you are making in the world? Seriously, It's so easy to get caught up in doing the work and in battling the challenges that come along with membership that we often forget to pause and remember how special the work is that we get to do every day. So today, I'm tipping my hat to all of you. Thank you for the work that you do to get to know your members and what they need and to then respond to those needs with creativity and compassion. That brings us to a close on this week's episode. I will be back here next week with another guest interview. And in the meantime, take care. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech, joyofmembership.com slash tech, T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.